When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody welcome back into a brand new episode of dimming the gaslight my name is mac and thanks for coming in for the newest episode so before we get into this episode i wanted to thank christian for last week's episode christian you are a really cool dude it was great to meet you uh you and i have stayed in touch you know for the past week and it's funny he's getting so much validation from his nex's former partner and he reached out to me this morning and told me that his nex's former partner who's a man is his current girlfriend is reaching out to Christian um, who had experiences with Christian's necks, if you follow all that. So Christian's getting validation from everywhere. And I really hope to get that for myself one day. I would like to to connect with people who have dated my necks or have been in contact with my necks in the past. That would be a really cool experience. So that's something that I'm longing for. So congratulations to you, Christian. And uh, one more thing. So as a thank you, Christian is going to be flying out to New York from Utah, and he's going to take me to a Giants game as a thank you. And if you've listened to this podcast in in the past, um, I am a diehard New York Giants fan, so I am super psyched for that and to hang out with you, Christian. So I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, with that in mind, I have looked at some of the comments that are on my podcast and on Spotify. I just recently discovered that I can publish comments. So if you comment on the episode, I could publish it and you can see it at the bottom of the Spotify episode. But somebody said a comment a couple of weeks ago and they said, listen, I love the guests on here, but I want to hear more about what's happening with you. And so, okay, there's actually some stuff that's happening with me. So I thought I'd do a solo episode and, um, I'm frustrated as fuck, man. I'm really frustrated. And uh, I I think you guys are going to relate to this. So fairly recently, maybe about a month ago, my next missed a court-ordered phone call with me because I she claimed she had a doctor's appointment or something. I've come to learn from the kids that she gets Botox. So that was her doctor's appointment. Um, so the kids didn't call me during one of the court-ordered phone calls. And... So that was on a Thursday and on a Friday morning, I get a text from my son and says he has his own iPad and uh, he plays like games and stuff like that. And so he texts me, he goes, sorry, dad, we didn't call you last night, but if you're not doing anything now, we can call you. And I was at work, but I'm like, fuck it. I don't want to miss an opportunity to talk to my kids. So I went outside and I talked to them for a while and this opened the door for text messaging between me and my son because I this was a couple months ago because I hadn't been texting him and so I just started texting with him because you know if anything my next instructed my son to text daddy and let him know that we couldn't call him last night because of a doctor's appointment but we can call him now she instructed him to do that 
right? Like he didn't do that off of his own volition. He did that because she told him to. So me and my son have been texting and it got really good. And then he just stopped texting me, like just completely stopped texting me. And I would text him in the morning and say, hey, good morning. I love you. Hope you have a great day. Hope you're having, you know, a fun summer day. I would text him during the day if I thought of something funny and I saw it online or something and I would send it to him, you know, just like normal dad stuff, just like texting back and forth. And then I would text him at night and be like, hope you had a great day. Love you. But nothing. Crickets would hear nothing. So, um, you know, he would get in the car during my pickups and I'd be like, Hey buddy, you know, what happened to the texting? We were having fun when we were texting. How come you're not texting me anymore? And he's like, oh, I don't know. That's what, you know, my son is seven. And that's like what all seven year olds do. They go, Oh, I don't know. And I'm like, well, text me, bud. And I do know in the back of my head is that my next is reading his text messages and censoring him and telling him what he can and can't say and blah, blah, blah. So the text messages start picking up for a little while and then they completely drop off again. Right. So, um, I'm texting him and, and every visit when I pick him up, I say, Hey, you know, what's going on with the texts? You're not texting me back. I'm texting you for a week straight with nothing in response. And so one day he gets in the car and I'm like, dude, what is going on with the text messages? Like, I'm a little frustrated, you know, because I miss him so much. And like, I'm like, dude, what is going on with the text messages? And I'm like, you know, we had a great weekend over our overnight stay. You know, I was sending you pictures. I was sending you videos and like just nothing. Absolute crickets. And, you know, maybe I'm downplaying it a little bit. Maybe I got a little frustrated. I wasn't like screaming my head off, but I'm like, dude, what is going on? Like, text me back. You said you would. Why aren't you texting me? Right. And um, I just noticed little things in between there, like, during visits and stuff like, oh, you know, my sister hit me or, or my daughter saying, oh, my brother hit me. And I'll be standing right there. I'll be like, no, they didn't. You know what I mean? Like they they lie. I, I'm finding that they lie. So, um, OK, a couple weeks ago, I go to pick up my kids during my visits. And for the better part of a year now, my kids have been absolutely screaming at pickup time. And it's not because they hate me. It's because they love their mom, right? And they that's their house that they're consistently in. So they have all their toys, all their games, all their food, all their bedrooms. And they have everything, you know, that's, that's their house. And I get they would feel comfortable there. So when they get to me, though, they cling to their mom like, I'm going to miss my mommy. I'm going to miss my mommy. I'm going to miss my mommy. And I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And like I just sit there like video recording it always whenever my next is in my presence because who knows what kind of false allegations she'll make. But I I just say, you know, I sit and I wait while they cry and they scream about their essentially homesickness, you know, and going to miss mommy, going to miss mommy. And I've said this on the podcast pff, a year ago. I'm like, just because they miss mommy doesn't mean that they hate their dad. It doesn't, it's not the same thing. So a couple of weeks ago, I go to pick them up. And um, they're absolutely screaming. And the thing about my next is, is that she wants to seem like the good parent. She certainly doesn't want to seem like a disciplinarian, right? So when they're screaming and crying at, at when I'm going to pick them up, she lingers and lingers and lingers and hugs and kisses them. And she puts on a good play. You know, she'll be like, you have to go with daddy. You'll have to go with daddy. And, um, you know, you have to, this is your weekend with daddy. You have to go. And they'll be like, I don't want to, I want to stay home. I'm sure a lot of you guys can, can relate to this. Right. And I'm sitting there like, oh my God, this is just so unnecessary. Like get in the car. Um, but I really just think that, 
you know, they miss their stuff. And, and it's hard because my kids are seven and four years old. So it's hard for them to regulate their emotions and express them properly, um, especially given the climate that of, you know, the false allegations that my next has made. You know, they, they haven't really gotten the therapy that they need in order to express themselves, you know, accurately because she's manipulated the entire narrative. So the other day, she's we're in the police parking lot in Pleasantville. And she's lingering and lingering and lingering. And I go and I say, guys, let's go. And I, I said to my son, I was like, mommy can just leave. She doesn't need to be here. You guys just need to get my car so we can go. And I'm talking this is going on for like 20 minutes. And I started getting frustrated because my next would just linger and linger and linger. Like she doesn't even need to get out of the car. Give them a kiss. Say, have fun. See you later. But if you guys could see this situation, we don't know what, what she's even saying to my kids before the drop off. You know, she's probably scaring the shit out of them going, it's going to be okay. It's only, you know, two nights. You're only going to be there. Mommy's just a step away. Keep each other safe. Some bullshit like that. Right. So I'm sure she's getting them all riled up before they get my car. So the other day, we're in the parking lot, they're screaming and crying, and they won't come to me. Keep in mind, I still have a stupid TRO, you know, a false TRO on me. So I, there's not, like, a lot I can do um, because I don't want to approach her. I don't, you know, who knows what kind of bullshit allegations she'll make, even though I'm recording everything. And so long story short, I told my son, I was like, it, it got to about a half an hour. Like, I was losing out on a half an hour of my parenting time while they're screaming and crying and screaming and crying. And... You know, I hope to the listener you get this. They don't hate me. They don't hate me. They just don't want to leave their mom. So I got fed up. I got completely fed up. And I'm, my kids know that the police are an authority figure. So I said, listen, if mommy doesn't leave and if you guys don't come, I'm going to go get the police. And so my son goes, do it. Go get the police. And I was like, what? You know, so I was I was like I was taken off, you know, taken back by him going, do it, get the police. So I go in, I get the police, right? I walk in and there's two cops. And one of them, if you remember how my whole TRO started with a football field practice gone awry, it's the, it's the cop who took the report at the police station. And if you remember, I went to the police station to report that she was fucking with me at this football field. And I went first to report that she was fucking with me and that same police officer offered her the TRO and he said that I was not in any danger. Why? Because of my stature or whatever. So this guy comes walking out and you got to keep in mind, I have been removed from my kids for so long on false allegations and the police department in Pleasantville are and um, so I said, I need your help. And he's like, OK, so he comes out and I, I already hate this guy. I hate this guy because he didn't offer me a TRO, which ultimately made my kid. I lost my kids for 59 days with zero communication as part of the TRO. So he comes out and he's trying to, you know, gauge the situation and talk to her and blah, blah, blah. And she's playing the narrative that they're scared of me and that's why they don't want to go with me and blah, blah, blah. And so I look at the police officer and I was like, there's really no need. Again, last time was my parenting time. You didn't enforce it. This is my parenting time and you need to enforce it. So at this time I call Brittany, my, my lawyer, Brittany Parisi at a Parisi law firm in New Jersey. And I call Brittany and I go, Brittany, stay on the phone with me. And I get really fucking frustrated with this cop because it's just lingering around and let's go. And, uh, 
It's funny. So I've been watching, as a quick aside, I've been watching all these um, like constitutional videos, like about like your constitutional rights and your civil rights and stuff. And uh, I've learned a lot about freedom of press, freedom of speech, and I've learned a lot about things. And I was admittedly frustrated. And I, and I told the police officer, I was like, you got your body camera on? I go, yeah. I go, then you need to do your fucking job. I said, do your job. OK, it's my it's my parenting time, I said, and I had Brittany on the phone with me. I said, it's my parenting time. I understand that they're screaming and crying and I understand what this looks like to you. I said, but you don't see what happens behind the scenes, because when they get in my car and they get to my house, we are having the fucking time of our lives. It's the only issue here is at drop off. It's never when they're with me. It's only at drop off. And uh, I really gave the, the police officer a piece of my mind. Let's go enough of this. Right. And he's like, you know, you're doing the he, he said, like, you're doing it with your kids here. And I go, I get it. I get it. But like, I'm the only one who understands the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is she's a master fucking manipulator. She grew up in Pleasantville. She lives in Pleasantville. Her parents are from Pleasantville. She works in Pleasantville. She's been here her whole entire fucking life. You work in Pleasantville. You guys probably have some backstory that I could dig into and find out. I was like, you know, just like, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of this nepotism. I'm tired of this favoritism in Pleasantville. Get my fucking kids and let's go. And Brittany is on the phone with me. She goes, let me speak to him. And um, she talks to the police officer and she said something like, you know, if you don't facilitate this, then we will get in touch with your sergeant. We will get in touch with your superior, your supervisor, and we will escalate this because this is bullshit. And um, so, again, so the, the cop goes, oh, the cop told Brittany, he's like, well, we can't enforce custody issues. That's a court issue. And we're like, that's ridiculous. We are we are at the police station for drop off, which is ordered by the judge just for this reason. And um, it was just ridiculous. It was just ridiculous. It took about an hour to get the kids in my car and me fighting with the cops, trying to keep my distance from her, trying to get my kids in the car. I mean, absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. It took about an hour. OK, ultimately, the kids get in the car crying. They miss their mom. But Within five to ten minutes of heading in the direction of my house, they stop crying. They're playing with their toys that are in the backseat of the car. Everything's fine. Dad, can we go to McDonald's? You know, like just normal, just kids being kids. And I admit I'm frustrated with the whole situation because it doesn't need to be this way. If my next tenant makes everything so contentious all the time, it doesn't need to be this way, right? So... The visit went absolutely fine. Um, everything was great. They slept over. No problems. No crying while they're at my house that I miss mommy. You know, plenty of videos of them kissing and hugging me and saying they love me and everything, right? Drop them off. No problem. Hugs and kisses. Not afraid of me. Nothing. Everything's fine, right? Uh, two weeks later, when I go do it, it happens all over again. And they're still clinging to their mom. I go into the police station again to get the cops. And this time the cop is the same cop that was there when I first went to report that she was fucking with me on the football field. I hope you guys are following all this. So I get the guys that are, that were involved in the, in the, my second TRO. Right. So at this point I'm fucking annoyed because I'm going through it again. It's the same fucking cops who didn't enforce you know, my parenting time and I essentially got a TRO because of it. 
and uh, the cop comes out and I'm like, are you, you're probably not going to help me either. And like, again, I, I again, I, I know my civil rights. I know my constitutional rights. You know, I'm not saying anything to these cops that is incorrect. You know what I mean? Like, and I can voice my displeasure with them. Um, however, I, I please because they are not facilitating a healthy environment for my children. They admittedly said that they cannot enforce police orders and they're just out of control. So, again, the kids are clinging to their mom. They're screaming and crying. And I was like, I, I'm just so tired of it. Like, I just stand in the parking lot watching them scream and cry while I say they have to come with me. The police officer says they have to come with me. Even my next says they have to come with me, but they cling to her. But Again, what we don't see is what happens behind the scenes before drop off. The the poison that she 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 plugs into their minds before they get to me and then freak out when they're in my presence, right? And again, they want their own shit, you know? They're not they're not rejecting me. They just want their home, their mom, normalcy. You know, that's normalcy. And I get my place isn't necessarily normalcy to them. I went from a one bedroom apart, you know, I went from a full house to a one bedroom apartment, so I get it. But then, okay, so they're freaking out and I, the police officer goes, I just feel sorry for your kids. And I go, I feel sorry for them too. I was like, but you could make this a lot easier and you're just standing there. He's like, well, I'm not going to touch your kids. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm not going to put your, the ki your kids in your car. And I was like, but you are the authority figure. Tell them you have to go. This is over. Right? So he goes, well, listen, I can't touch your kids, but you can. He's like, you could touch your kids. Go pick them up, put them in the car, kick them screaming. And I go, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I go pick up my kids and I'm talking, my son is screaming bloody murder. You would have thought his leg was cut off. And he's screaming, I hate you. He's screaming just the nastiest fucking shit in my face. And I'm going, what is going on? And I go, what? And I just stopped and I looked at him and I go, why are you acting like this? And he goes, because you yelled at me because I wasn't texting you. And I was like, this is all because of text messages. And he's like, yeah, keep in mind, he's seven. And like I, in my head, I'm going, this is an appropriate reaction to me being like, yo, text me. Like, why aren't you texting me? And he's freaking out. So the cop tells me, put him in your car. I put him in the car kicking and screaming. He picks up a ball in the backseat and hits me in the head with the ball and says, I hate you. And I looked at him and I go, because of text messages. And he goes, yeah. And I go, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that this is all because of text messages. I was like, but we're going to have a talk as soon as we leave here. Then I put my daughter in and my daughter is just copycatting my son. I have a lot of friends and family members who have watched videos of my picking up of the kids and they all say my daughter is a complete copycat of my son. He's the one who sets the example. So she's still screaming and crying and I pick her up and I put her in the car. So I was really pissed because now this is the second time I've had to, you know, get the cops and um, I was just annoyed and I thought it would be better if I don't speak. So like they were in the back of the seat and, and the problem is, is that I'm getting mad at them. They're mad at me, but I, I know it all boils down to my necks, but she's found her way to drive a wedge between me and my kids because I'm mad because I'm saying, why are they freaking out? Like, you can look at anything we do here. They have so much fun when they're with me and they love me. And they have no reason to be afraid. If this is all over, you know, me and my son talking about text messages, I mean, this is a gross overreaction. But again, he's seven, right? So 
again, great weekend, no problems, everything's fine. Drop off goes relatively well. So I drop the kids off and um, my neck starts like peeling out with the car and the back seat, the passenger back seat was open and um, my daughter wasn't buckled in. So she starts driving off before it was the, the seatbelts buckled. So I slam on my brakes and I go, baby, put your seatbelt on. And my next yells out the window, leave us alone. And uh, of course I recorded that and I made a police report about it. Went back into the police, made a report, and I go, she's broken her own TRO. She's communicating with me. I'm not communicating with her. She's yelling out the window, leave us alone, because I told my daughter to buckle her seatbelt as my next is driving away with the back passenger door open before my daughter is even in the car. It's disgusting. She's a disgusting human being. So now this leads us to the next time. I go to pick the kids up. Same shit. I mean, this is now the pattern. This is now the pattern. And my son um, just started football again against my will. My next just signed him up on her own. And so they get out of the car crying. Now, I got to put a little quick pause here, okay? And you'll understand why I'm going to do this. I, back in high school, hurt my back weightlifting, okay? I slipped a disc in my back. And as I've aged, my back has gotten better and worse, better and worse. Usually it's worse the more weight I gain and stress that I have. But because of that, um, I've had two lower back surgeries and um, they were really intensive back surgeries. They're called laminectomy surgeries and you can look them up, you know, but they're pretty invasive, hardcore back surgeries to, to fix, you know, my, my spine. And um, okay. So that's relative. And uh I go to pick them up, you know, so they're crying and they, they're like clinging to their mom and I kind of coax them over by me and they're flailing and freaking out and I go to pick them up and when I go to pick them up, my back just pops and I felt something in the back of my back, almost like everything went dark and I fell to the ground and I said, oh fuck, oh fuck and I was on all hands and knees, the cops were there again for the third time. And it was the cop, the, the second cop. So it was one of the cops was there twice and I fell to the ground and my back completely went out. And I don't know if anybody here has back problems, dude, that shit hurts. And especially cause I've had two back surgeries. So I'm on all fours with it's hot out. My, my sweat is dripping off my lips and off my nose onto the concrete um, I felt like I got shot in the back. My, my knees hit the concrete and I tore up my knees, skinned my knees and I'm just hunched over on all fours. And they're like, what happened? What happened? And I was like, I have really bad back problems and my back just went out. And they're like, are you okay? Do you need an ambulance? And I go, no. And he goes, you need an ambulance. I go, I'm telling you right now, do not call me an ambulance. He gets on his little doohickey, his little radio on his left shoulder and calls for an ambulance. I go, that's fine. You can call me an ambulance. I'm not getting in an ambulance. While my son is sitting there going, Daddy, get an ambulance. I'm going to get to this in a minute. And I go, I'm not getting in a fucking ambulance. Not. Um, so I take about five, ten minutes on the ground. Finally get up and I try to straighten myself off. But it, it, straighten myself up. But it's so hard to walk. And I'm in so much fucking pain. And um, yeah. So then 
Um, the ambulance doesn't come. And my son goes, I don't want to get in the car with you because what if you crash? Cause your back is hurt. I'm like, you're driving me fucking crazy. Like, I didn't say that, but like, I'm like, dude, you're just, it's become abundantly clear. He's trying to find ways to get out of coming with me. Okay. So I get in the car and you know, the cops, I decline the ambulance, wouldn't go in the ambulance. Eventually the cops say, get in the car. Daddy needs to sit down. I mean, the cops are at this point are really helping me. Like they're like, you know, I told the one cop, I said, please give me your hand so you can help me off the ground. Cause my back was killing me. And they actually didn't give me their hand. And I said, listen, I was like, you understand I'm very mad at you. I said to the cop, I said, you understand I'm very mad at you. I was like, you facilitated parental alienation. and had my children removed from me for now 59 days. I was like, he's like, well, the, the, he goes, the judge did that. No, I go, no, no, no. I completely agree. I go, I completely agree. The judge did that. I was like, my issue with you is you did not offer me the option for a TRO. I was like, this could have all been avoided. I was like, but you gave her another advantage. I was like, just by your decision-making when I asked for a TRO and you wouldn't give me one, you wouldn't even give me the option. So, um, we get in the car, me and my kids and I say to my son and I'm pissed, I'm pissed at this point. I'm mad. I'm really mad. And my voice is heightened. I will admit. Um, and I say, listen to me. I go, do you hate me? And my son goes, no. And he's crying. He goes, no, I just miss mommy. So I said to my daughter, I go, do you hate me? And she goes, no, I just miss mommy. And I was like, let me ask you a question. And, and I go, you guys like your house? And they go, yeah. I go, you like your toys? They go, yeah. I go, you like your bedroom? Yeah. You like your video games? Yeah. I go, do you have any of that stuff at my house? And they go, no. And I was like, let me ask you a question. Do you guys think that when you get out of the car, the more you cry and freak out, the police are going to say that you don't have to go with me just so you can stay home. Is that what you want? And, and my son goes, sometimes. And I was like, that's it. I was like, that's it. I was like, you don't want to come with me. You don't text me because he's, you know, playing video games or he's talking to his friends or he's doing whatever. And I'm an interruption to that. Um, you know, and they're young. Like, of course, I want my kids to love me. But they're they got lives. They're they're doing their own shit, you know, and I'm doing my own shit. And we go a week without seeing each other. So it's very hard. And not only that, but this broken ass system has not helped to facilitate any relationship with my own children. I'm the one who has to do all that. Um, so they get in the car and they say that. Right. We get to my house and um, I say to my son, I go, what would make you feel more comfortable in my house that you don't have? And uh he said, I want to play Roblox, if you know that game Roblox. Um, so I was like, you know what, dude? I was like, I know you play Roblox a lot, but I know nothing about it. I was like, how about this? I'm going to download Roblox on my phone. You down Roblox on your iPad. And let's, you teach me, teach me how to play Roblox. And he's like, okay. And guess what? That was all it took because we played Roblox so fucking much all weekend long playing Roblox, playing Roblox. And I actually got really good at Roblox. I'm a 38 year old man and it was fun. So we, we, we sent each other a friend request and I'm like, dude, I'll play with you when you get home. And it was funny. So my son goes, all right, well, he goes, but just sometimes um, I'm going to play with my friends. And I go, well, that's fine. You can play with your friends. I was like, um, is it okay if I play with your friends? And my son goes, well, some of them are John's kids. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's no big deal. I was like, um, he goes, well, don't you hate John? 
And I looked at him and I go, no, I don't hate John. I was like, can I be completely honest with you? I'm jealous of John. I will admit that I'm jealous of John. And the only reason I'm jealous of John is because he gets to spend more time with you than I do. I said, I don't hate him. I do not hate John. I don't care about John. It's, it's his freaking problem being with my next and, and I don't care. But, uh, yeah, he said that to me and I was like, no, I don't hate John. So he's like, okay, I'll play Roblox with you. So the next day I drop him off. Everything goes completely fine. My back is fucking killing me still. Um, sore, sore, sore. We weren't even able to do anything really all weekend because my back hurt so freaking bad. And I was icing and heating and hot baths and like Epsom salt baths and, and stretching and trying, you know, I've gone through a lot of physical therapy on my back. I've really tried to get it back in, in line. And, uh, so I drop him off. Everything's fine. About an hour after I get home, my son texts me and writes, join me. And I'm like, interesting phrasing, you know, like not let's play Roblox. He says, join me. He sends me a text message. So I get on Roblox and we play for like an hour. Right. And he's on his iPad at his house. I'm on my phone and I'm playing Roblox with him for like an hour. It's like eight or nine o'clock at night after drop off. The next morning I wake up and I have an Our Family Winner message. And the Our Family Wizard messages from my next and goes, I don't know how a 38-year-old man got onto Roblox, but I deleted you from our son's Roblox account because John's kids are on there and you are not to have communication with John's kids. I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck about John's kids. I care about my kids. And the first inkling that I had, the very first inkling, right? What are you hiding? What are you hiding? What do you not want John's kids to know? And what am I going to say? Why am I going to sit here to John's kids and tell them about what a scumbag my ex-wife is? Like, I don't give a shit. I'm trying to increase my speed and points in Roblox. I could give a rat's ass about John's kids. I don't fucking care. Um, so I just completely was like fuming. Absolutely irate. So I, you know, I just kind of whatever, like let it go because I got, I need another court date to get in front of a judge to fucking sort this shit out. So then another visit comes on the following Tuesday and they're screaming and crying and yelling again. And I said, you know what? Um, I got the police officer. I told the police officer, I said, I'm going to wait in the lobby. I said, I need you to go out to the car, accept the children bring them into the police lobby, ask her to leave, and I will bring the kids out. Again, took about a half an hour. Um, ultimately, they did it. Uh, I got the kids, put them in the car, and I looked at my son, and I was like, you got, I said, you got football tonight? And he goes, yeah. I go, great, guess what? He goes, what? I go, you're not going. And he goes, what? I go, you're not going to football tonight. And he goes, and he starts crying. And I was like, I want to understand, I want you to understand something, right? There's something that I learned, thankfully, from Instagram a while ago is not to use the word punishment with your kids. You use the word consequences, right? But my kids know that a couple weeks ago, I blew my fucking back out because of their craziness and they're continuing to do it. I, I should not have to go solicit the help of the police to get my kids to just come in my car when they already love me. It's ridiculous. So I said to my son, I go, your actions have consequences. You know what consequences are? And he goes, no, what? And I go, you're acting crazy. You're acting out of control. Now the consequence for that is you don't get to go to football today. And he's like, really? I was like, yeah, you don't get to go to football today. He's like, then what are we going to do? I was like, well, I'm going to take you to dinner because that's what I am obligated to do is I love you. I'm going to take you. I'm going to feed you. And then I'll decide on what we're going to do after that. We might just sit in the car. 
I was like, we might just sit in the car and talk. Um, so I did, I took him to dinner and he was, while he's sitting at the dinner table, he's crying and he goes, daddy. And I go, what? He goes, can we go to your house and play Roblox? I was like, you're just screaming in my face at the police station. And now you're asking me to go to my house and play Roblox. I like, dude, this is a dinner date, not a sleepover. And it's too far to go to my house. I'm like, but I can't believe you asked that question. And I looked at him and I put my hand on his back and I just started rubbing his back. And I go, boy, you are really confused. And I felt really bad for him. I said, you're really confused, dude. I was like, because you get out of the car and you're screaming and yelling. I was like, and then when you get with me, you're like, hey, can I go to your house and go play Roblox with you? She's really fucking these kids up. And um, and she's sending me our family wizard messages and saying like, you know, uh, an accordant, not accordant, like a uh, accurate punishment isn't taking football away. And I was like. Well, unfortunately, I was like, he understands now the consequences of his actions. I was like, and I hope you understand the consequences of your actions, because if this continues, you're hurting him because he's not going to go to football. And that's not my fault. That's not my fault. It's the poison that she puts in his brain before he gets in the car. So the next day after drop off, you know, what? that's it. Like he didn't go to football. We sat in the car. Um, I did take him to a playground and I let him run around a little bit. And he's like, can you chase me? And I was like, my back is still too bad to chase you. It, it hurts to sit so I can walk and I can lay. I'm actually laying down in my bed doing this podcast right now. I can walk and I can lay, but I can't run and I can't sit um, because my back is killing me. And uh, so the next day he texts me, he goes, hey, dad, guess what? I'm starting on the football team. And I said, I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. And he goes, yeah, he goes, but the coach told me that I have to make all the practices and all the games or I won't start. And I was like, yeah, of course, that's how it's going to go. And he's like, well, then can I go to all the practices and the games? And I go, that's completely up to you and your behavior. I was like, we talked about this. You have consequences. You know the consequences for your actions. So if at pick up and drop off, you act crazy. No, you can't go and you won't start. And that will be the consequences for your actions. Now, I know some of you guys are listening to this going, you know, I don't know if you're agreeing with me or not, but I'm the parent and this is what I'm choosing to do. And uh, it's not my fault because it's my nexus fault. It's my nexus fault for poisoning their minds. Um, but he does have control over flailing and screaming and yelling and throwing balls in my face and screaming bloody murder. He he should have control over that. And um, I just won't tolerate it. And uh, there will be consequences. And the consequences is you don't get to play football. You won't get to start. You'll watch from the sidelines. It, you know, it, maybe it's not an appropriate consequence. But um, if you guys want to shoot me a DM or something and, you know, let me know what you might think is an appropriate consequence, you know, I welcome feedback. Um, but this is what I came up with because this is what he wants. So, yeah, all that to say, you know, I had a listener who was saying to me that he wants to hear more from me. And this is what's going on with me. Um, at the time of recording this, I don't have my kids this weekend. So um, it's going to give me a good opportunity for some R&R and to rest my back and relax and stretch and ice and heat and Epsom salt and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's been really, really trying. And um, I don't care... You know, uh, you know, I just said a couple minutes ago, I welcome feedback, but the feedback I won't welcome is it sounds like your kids are scared of you. They are absolutely not scared of me. Um, I gave you the reasoning behind it is that they're comfortable with their own place. They do love their mom. 
Um, I want them to love their mom, even though she's a narcissist. I want them to love their mom because you only have one mom and one dad in your life for the rest of your life. And I don't want the kids to see them in a negative light. Um, but the narrative that my next has perpetuated has completely fucked up my kids. And um, it really comes down to one of two things. It comes down to a gavel where a judge is actually going to hear what she's done, or it's going to come down to a parental coordinator who can moderate what we say to each other. But they don't have enough pull within the legal system, a parental coordinator. So um, I, my, my faith is low in that one. Um, I need to get into in front of a judge. The next trial date for um, my DV case is only a couple weeks away. So, um, perjury day is coming man and i'm excited but uh yeah it's been a whirlwind um and i'm hurting and it sucks i'll manage i don't think i'm gonna need surgery or anything but my back hurts man it really really hurts so i'm kind of feel like i'm going on a bit but uh yeah that's what's been going on with me and um i've i've been discussing it with a lot of people and getting feedback and um i think the football thing is you know it's i i think it is inappropriate reaction appropriate consequence um i don't use the word punishment because it's not a punishment it's a consequence i don't i don't i don't just walk around punishing my kids you know it's fucking ridiculous so yeah all that to say thank you for listening to this episode um hey check out the merch store um i am still designing really cool shit on the merch store use code dtg mac dtg mac and you will get 10 percent off your first order um, go to it's dimming the gaslight.myshopify.com uh, for 10% off your first order. So check out the merch site. It's really doing well. And thank you to all of you who have ordered. So that's it for now, guys. And uh, until next time, everybody.